Welcome to The Glass Podcast. Our group read Jeanette Walls' memoir, The Glass Castle. Jeanette Walls is a New York Times bestseller journalist and an author. She has written several other books, including The Glass Castle, and was previously a columnist for MSNBC. In this story, she writes about her eventful childhood where she was frequently moving around with her family of six. The memoir features the four kids, Lori the oldest, Jeanette, Brian, and Maureen the youngest. The book starts when Jeanette is three and ends when she and her siblings are all grown up. The book is filled with the details of the family's constant adventures. In today's podcast, we are discussing this question. To what extent are values found within a foundational text like Beowulf applicable to a modern text, The Glass Castle, and society today? My take on the question is that even the epic poem Beowulf connects to a modern-day memoir, The Glass Castle. Writers, since basically the beginning of writing, have always similarly worked to create an overall theme or message in their writing. Almost every piece of text eventually leaves subtle hints of an underlying message left to be determined in multiple ways. My Beowulf theme that I applied to The Glass Castle is everything and everyone matter during life and after it. On page 92 of The Glass Castle, Jeanette Walls writes, Grandma's dead. What? I asked her. I heard her, but I was so thrown I felt like I hadn't. Mom seemed surprised that I was so upset. Why didn't you tell us? I asked. There didn't seem any point, she said. There's no reason to grieve, Mom said. We've all got to go someday, and Grandma had a life that was longer and fuller than most. This was just one of many examples of Jeanette sharing her difficult childhood with us, so the reader can benefit from her writing. In this quote, Jeanette learns from her mother that even when someone who is very important to us passes, he or she is still important to us, but we must not grieve. Her grandmother led a wonderful life, but she left for a reason. To connect this to Beowulf, the idea of war and death was fairly common in the poem. In the poem, we got many perspectives of how characters reacted to death. Both the authors created an atmosphere that taught the readers the importance of how everyone deals with death. Still, the the giant time era difference and the drastic genre difference, Jeanette Walls and author of Beowulf, Seamus Haney, both created works of writing that left an impact on their reader and sent them an important theme to remember. The question I would like to present is, did Jeanette Walls ever alter her stories in her memoir to apply to a better theme for her readers? I think that's a good question. I think it's definitely possible that she altered some of her story because like how, if you think about it, how can someone remember all of that information, especially all the little details that were in there? Um, I think she definitely had to um, either talk to her siblings or add some information to fill in the gaps uh, in her memory. I kind of, going off of Zoe's answer, I feel like she definitely did alter her stories because there's no way she could remember that much, but I feel like she didn't alter it to apply a better theme because everyone could kind of get their own theme and own message out of it, and I think that's like just the uniqueness of this story, and everyone can take away their own message. I don't think that she necessarily altered the like scenes, but I do think she altered the dialogue because in the scene where she goes to the hospital at the beginning, there's no way she could have like talked exact sentences and like remembered what was being said. And at age three, there was no way she was cooking hot dogs. I think a little bit of it is exaggerated to like get the theme. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Me too. The theme I chose for this project is victory and loss go hand in hand.
I found that this theme was very applicable, from century-old texts like Beowulf to new modern texts like The Glass Castle. This theme is very important because it builds the story and adds strength and depth and helps build an important lesson for readers to pick up on. I found that this theme was strongest during the funeral scene. During the funeral scene, Beowulf eventually defeats the dragon, but it costs him his life and it makes the people he's protecting safe at the moment, but they also feel a lot more vulnerable to threats. This is a perfect example of victory and loss because on one hand, they're victorious because they defeated the dragon, but on the other hand, they face a great loss of a leader. I found it interesting that in the glass castle, this theme wasn't strongest in one scene in particular, but rather the whole story as we see um, Jeanette's family's adventures progress. One thing in particular was really fascinating to me, and that's how the characters themselves were victories and losses. Um, on page 247, Jeanette says, it didn't bother me that the apartment was in a rough neighborhood. We always lived in rough neighborhoods. This is a perfect example of how Jeanette was able to develop the qualities she needed to succeed by becoming independent and being able to provide for herself and getting used to the rough childhood she lived in. Um, she could never rely on her parents, so she had to rely on herself. Maureen, on the other hand, does not end up being victorious, and she always relies on someone else to provide for her. On page 274, it says, Maureen graduated from high school and enrolled in one of the city colleges, but she never really applied herself and ended up living with mom and dad. Ever since she was a kid, she's been looking for someone to take care of her. In Welch, the Pentecostal neighbors provided for her, and now in New York, with her long blonde hair and wide blue eyes, she found various men who were willing to help out. This is a perfect example of how Maureen was never able to develop the independent qualities she needed to succeed because she was always relying on others and therefore ends up kind of losing in the end. So these two characters are perfect examples of how there can be victory and there can also be loss. So the question I would like to present is, who do you think is the biggest winner in the end, and who do you think is the biggest loser? I personally believe that the biggest winner is Jeanette, because she eventually got everything that she wanted, and her life seems very content now, and she's using her traumatic, bad childhood for the good of others. In my opinion, Maureen had the worst outcome out of all the children. And out of all the characters in the story, unlike her siblings, Jeanette, Ryan, and Lori, Maureen didn't really have anybody to, like, help her or to stay with her. She was kind of her own role model since her other siblings were so much older than her. Maureen was dragged into her family struggles, and she started hanging out with the wrong crowds, skipping school and picking up drugs, and then this led to her stabbing her mother. Maureen was unable to cope with her feelings of neglect and the past trauma of her childhood. So she basically lost it in the end. Even though their childhood was very traumatic, I believe that it prepared all the kids for the real world. Their bad childhood made them want to work for a good adulthood. This resulted in the kids being far more successful than their parents. Um, I kind of agree with that. But I think one of the biggest losers, losers was probably their dad because he had all these dreams, 
like the glass castle. He had all these things he wanted to do, but he could never do it. And he let his kids down again and again. He, his alcoholism really got in the way of that. And I believe heroes fight for their morals, no matter how big or small. I notice that many heroes actions are overlooked because to them, their actions may be important, but insignificant to others. This further explains how heroes will stand up for their morals and not conform to society's standards. A quote that supports this theme is, Irma, who's been drinking since before breakfast, told Brian that his birches needed mending. They'd been gone for a minute or two before I heard Brian weakly protesting. I went into Grandpa's room and saw Irma kneeling on the floor in front of Brian, grabbing the crotch of his pants. Irma, leave him alone, I shouted. I know what I saw. She's a pervert. The kids decided to stick up for themselves against their grandmother, Irma, because she touched Brian inappropriately. Jeanette told her to stop, and then Irma became angry and started yelling. This caught the attention of their older sister, Lori, who walked in on Irma trying to hit Jeanette. Lori reached her hand out and stopped Irma and told everyone to settle down. This made Irma even more mad and resulted in her hitting Lori instead. The kids decided to stick up to their grandma, even though they knew they would get in trouble with her and her parents because they backtalked their grandmother. They knew that defending Brian from their grandma was controversial because they were taught to respect adults, but they still put themselves in emotional and physical danger for their brave actions. The question I want to present to the group is if Jeanette's parents' parenting style benefited the kids. I believe even though her parents did not take a traditional approach, they taught the kids to be independent and ensured good morals. This was possible because they were strict with their rules. I think that although their parenting style was positive for them in the long run, during their childhood, they kind of missed out on like regular childhood memories or happiness that a normal kid would face. And it also made them like harbor a lot of hate towards their parents or a lot of negative feelings. Being mentally strong allows one to overcome various struggles or monsters which life provides them with. The values found in a foundational text such as Beowulf are heavily applicable to a modern text in society as demonstrated in The Glass Castle. On page 134, Jeanette says, As I watched her drinking, I felt this pressure building in my chest and I had to let it out. You're not supposed to use that word, I said. Irma's face went slack with astonishment. In this scene, Jeanette stands up to her grandmother. She understands that the language her grandmother is using is disgusting and should not be said. In her head and heart, she knows the right thing to do is to stick up to her racist grandma. She ends up disobeying her parents to do what she believes is right. She defeated her monster, which was her grandma, by staying firm to her own values when no one else would and remain firm to her beliefs. This similar theme is found within Beowulf, specifically when the fellow soldiers run in terror at the sight of the beast. Beowulf is left to fight the monster alone, as he knows running is more cowardly than defeat. The values of having great mental strength and an accurate moral compass are found within Beowulf, as well as modern day society like seen in the glass castle. Each of the wall children in the book experience repeated instances of different types of assault, as well as instances of starvation that they only could have survived by having incredible mental strength and good moral compasses. One time where Jeanette experienced physical assault was when she was being bullied at school by a group of girls. The girls thought Jeanette saw herself as above them, but Jeanette expressed that she believed that they were all equal, which is a very advanced view for a child. 
Regardless of Jeanette's confession, the girl started to beat her up without letting her up. After the beating, Jeanette thought about how bright the girl's smile was and decided that she wanted to be friends with her. She explained how such a um, person with a bright smile should have good in her. Even after Jeanette was continually bullied by this girl and her friends, she still managed to see the positive. She once again was forced to accept the negative events in her life and move on. She possessed great mental strength in order to be able to overcome the physical and verbal bullying. Another instance where this happened, um, the whole entire Wall family experienced periods of starvation all throughout the book. One time was where the kids ate the margarine because it was the only thing in the house. Quote, it was the only thing to eat in the whole house, I said, raising my voice. I added, I was hungry. Mom gave me a startled look. I'd broken one of the unspoken rules. We were always supposed to pretend our life was one long and incredibly fun adventure, end quote. Jeanette and Lisa were starving and had no choice but to eat the margarine to survive, but their mom was upset because they were supposed to eat it with their non-existent bread. Jeanette here argues to her mom about how they were hungry and had to eat something. Here she breaks one of the chaotic family's rules by addressing the reality of their situation. Overall, the children in the Wall family had to face many different experiences and people throughout their unusual childhoods. While reading, we each got to observe how each child responded to the unstable environment they were born into. Through those observations, we could see how values from centuries-old societies like the one shown in Beowulf can be still recognized in modern-day society. The whole family displayed how old values aren't simply left in the past, but will be seen in different ways throughout the future.